You are listening to Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future with Naomi Brockwell. Four reasons more and more people use cryptocurrency every day. Inflation spirals out of control. Economic problems may spread to other emerging markets. Imagine living in a country where you don't know the price of anything day to day or the value of the wage you're paid. The economic crisis there is about to get even worse. Or where your money halves in value every week and savings quickly become worthless. This is a $100 trillion bill, yet this isn't even worth a penny today. Everything is way too expensive. For many, this is their lived reality. Venezuela already has the world's highest inflation, an incomprehensible 1 million percent. This hyperinflation has happened again and again throughout history, whenever governments start printing huge amounts of money. 1920s Germany is infamous for its hyperinflation. All the Deutschmarks that existed in the world in 1922 were not worth enough to buy a single newspaper by the end of 1923. At restaurants, customers had to negotiate the price of the food in advance, as there was a good chance that the price could change before the meal was served. Just five years earlier, they were booming and prices were steady. Meanwhile, in the 1920s, Argentina was the fifth most productive nation in the world. 60 years later, hyperinflation had decimated the country. The government was issuing banknotes to the value of 1 million pesos. Wall Street shaken to its very foundation today. In 2008, we saw a crisis in the USA. The housing market crashed and the Fed printed huge amounts of money to bail out corporate interests. Many worried that if the government got into the habit of printing such large amounts of money, hyperinflation would follow. If we have hyperinflation, it's not going to matter how much money we have because we're not going to be able to buy anything with it. Many longed for money that wasn't controlled by the government, and someone called Satoshi Nakamoto created a thing called Bitcoin, a money that was decentralized, uncensorable, and in finite supply. Only 21 million would ever be created. Since the advent of Bitcoin, people have been slowly waking up to the value of having an alternative money. They're not forced into a monetary system controlled by an unelected few. They have choices. And over a decade later, this value is more clear than ever. An economic emergency we have not seen for 300 years. In America right now, the government is once again printing trillions of dollars. Printed, as many often say, completely out of thin air. 27% of all money ever created by the Fed was created in the past 12 months. And that doesn't even include the $1.9 trillion of stimulus recently approved. The utter debasement of the US dollar. When new money is printed, it debases the existing money. In other words, all your savings lose value. So many financially savvy people are trying to find ways to safeguard these savings. Jack Dorsey's company Square buying $50 million worth of Bitcoin. MicroStrategy has bought more than a billion dollars worth in 2020. Tesla has just bought $1.5 billion of the Bitcoin. Putting money into something like Bitcoin that can't be infinitely inflated away is a major reason why many large players are getting involved in cryptocurrency. But there are other big reasons to use cryptocurrency too, like privacy. 
One thing that allows people privacy in day-to-day transactions is cash. That's why it's so popular. In Germany, 79% of all transactions are in cash. In Hong Kong, many places are cash only. Snowden used cash instead of credit cards long before he became a whistleblower because he didn't like credit cards tracking his every purchase. But there are two downsides of cash to mention. First, we're entering a world where cash is being phased out. In Australia, it's illegal to use cash for purchases over 7,500 USD. In France and Italy, cash payments over 1,000 euros are banned, and other European countries are doing similar things. It's predicted that China will soon go purely digital. China's keen to introduce a digital currency as soon as possible. But even if cash remains, we're living more and more of our lives in the digital realm, and cash isn't useful with internet purchases. But what is, is cryptocurrency. When Snowden collected the top secret documents that were to be revealed to the world in 2013, The servers that I used to transfer this information to journalists because I didn't want these records connected to my name when I understood how the system of mass surveillance worked, uh, they were paid for using Bitcoin. If you want to maintain financial privacy on the internet, cryptocurrency is a huge improvement over credit cards. But let's be honest, some people just don't care about privacy. Americans, by and large, don't care. So if privacy doesn't sway you, we'll go to reason number three, having control over your own money. Because most people do care about being able to access their money when they need it. They are rationing the money and they are rationing the amount of customers who can go in at one time. In 2013, people in Cyprus woke up to find their bank accounts had been raided and a huge chunk of their savings seized. Even accounts that were supposedly 100% insured. When your money is in a bank account, you don't control it and someone else decides who can access it and to whom that money can be sent. Bank of America now declining to process payments to WikiLeaks. In 2010, payment processors, including Bank of America, MasterCard, PayPal, and others, cut off WikiLeaks payments, meaning people can no longer donate to support their work of bringing important news and information to the public. So WikiLeaks started to accept Bitcoin and eventually a bunch of other cryptocurrencies too. It's thanks to these cryptos that WikiLeaks was able to continue to operate throughout the years. When Patreon decided to de-platform a swath of content creators who rely on donations from the community to keep running, many of those creators lost their livelihoods. But those who started accepting cryptocurrency could keep going, and those transactions couldn't be stopped. Governments use banks to dictate how their citizens are allowed to use their money, and they don't all make decisions that you'd agree with. In Venezuela, the government dictates when and where people can buy things like groceries, and they limit how much money from their own bank accounts citizens are allowed to access each day. Cryptocurrency has become a lifeline for many in Venezuela. They are calling it a crypto revolution, trying to encourage people to avoid hyperinflation. Venezuelans are using bitcoins to buy food from Amazon.com and Walmart. They bring it over in a boat or plane and deliver it right to your door. Being able to use your own money when you want to is paramount. But there's another reason you might want to look into crypto. You can save a ton of money. Websites like Purse can save you over 30% on every Amazon order you make if you pay in crypto. Many stores offer a premium for crypto. Places like BitRefill or AnyPay give you crypto back when you spend it. You have two choices in front of you. Using money that is tracked, controlled, inflated and seized, or 
Money that's decentralized, borderless, permissionless, and unable to be debased. More and more people are choosing crypto. Financial institutions don't have your best interests at heart, so it's time to learn how to be your own bank by using crypto instead of your bank card. If you'd like to learn how to get started, keep watching this series. Up next, a beginner's guide to crypto wallets. The future is crypto, and the power is in your hands. To watch the video version of this episode, please visit Naomi Brockwell TV on YouTube, BitChute or Library.io.